uh, it's Luca Loopy Nuts a wee. Me and him and them and me. Great lines. We'll show you what to do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pop the reds and screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink or black. Snooker Loopy Nuts are we. We're all snooker. Loopy. A well done to Chaz and Dave. Where's the cue ball going? Cheers. I'm Tom Mayhew, and I'm here with my very, 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 very good friend. It's the Welsh potting machine. It's Joe Hannard. Good evening, Hazel. Good evening, everybody at home. Can you say that again in Welsh, or...? Good evening. Um, no, I can't, Oh, that was actually. so good, that first two words. It was nearly good. Um, Hazel? <laughs> Hazel? Good evening, Hazel. Good, close enough, close enough. Uh, close enough. I mean, it's strange because I'm thinking, have we ever done an impression of a Welsh player before? And I think Dominic Dale, but he doesn't sound Welsh. Dominic Dale, yes. Well, I think Dominic Dale was probably born in Coventry <laughs> or something. I think he was, you know. I think he was. If that is right. Dominic Dale. I will go crazy. He's definitely not actually Welsh. I, I swear that. Yeah, Coventry, there you go. (laughs) I think we've talked about it before. I think that's what what made me think that. I mean, in fairness, we have edited his Wikipedia page, so... Well, yes, that is true. We've read it before. Mm. But how are you, mate? You good? I'm good, yes. Uh, How are you, Tom? I'm very well. I'm enjoying the, the champion of champions. And the first thing we should chat about, Joe, is what do you think of the player's... uh, because like, every player at the Champion of Champion has a personalised shirt. It's got like their nickname on it, their own sort of colours they've chosen. It's got their name on the back. You can actually buy these yourself for about £45 if you want to. Um, what do you think of these, Joe? <laughs> well, I didn't know you could buy them yourself, but... Um... You can. The link I've sent you, Joe. You can have a, a replica oh. of a Ronnie O'Sullivan polo shirt that he didn't wear. <laughs> well, uh Yes, please, sign me up. Let's have a look at them. Uh, This is actually a good opportunity to look at the shirts properly as well. I think Ronnie's is pretty good. You you know what? It's a bit pool is is how I feel about it. When I first seen them, you know, I I, I thought, hmm, it's just a little bit too too cheesy, I think. That's kind of my thought, because I I believe in the past we've chatted about wanting there to be more snooker merch, and the idea (laughs) of buying a shirt with your favourite player's name on is quite cool. Oh, you can get a Champion of Champions one, sorry. What, is that just a blank one? (laughs) Just a normal, yeah, Champion of Champions one. So you can write your own name on it? (laughs) Well, oh my god, you... you... (laughs) You know how I was complaining about the sizes of South Shields shirts? Um, that's a bit of a tongue twister. These go up to 7XL. I'm just <laughs> trying to imagine who would be that size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's got to be two Stephen Lees, hasn't it? <laughs> Stephen Lee entering as two players at once. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, looking at, at, at the shirts, I mean, I'm sure maybe we'll rank them in a little bit, but I think most of them are absolutely awful. 
but some of them are, you know, Ronnie's is is perfectly nice. Feeling that I don't, I mean, Tyneside Terror. It's a bit of a rip off of Monster, and I, when I think of Gary Wilson, I don't think of energy drinks. You know, it's <laughs> do you not? I mean, Chris Wakelin's. I don't know if you can see it, but it it looks like there's a disco ball in the background. It could well could well be a Strictly Come Dancing T-shirt. Well, apparently his nickname at the moment is Strictly Chris Wakelin. So I'm guessing that's what it is. But he doesn't say that on the shirt. It's quite subtle. I, I mean, Murphy's is is all right, but I I genuinely think most of them look absolutely terrible. And I think it's a shame, actually, we've not seen Ronnie's, because I think Ronnie's is by far the best, and I'm, I might actually buy that. <laughs> but, you know, I appreciate they're trying something different. I mean, we, we've been crying out, really, for snooker merchandise, so I think it's a good um, it's a good move, in a way, because it's a tournament that's a bit different. So it doesn't have to have the waistcoat and bow tie, so I'm, I'm quite happy for them to experiment with things. But what I don't appreciate is when the likes of Luca Brussel come out and say, oh, well, this is what we need in every tournament, because you do not want them to... Because they look scruffy, essentially. If they turn up in the, the crucible with, with that attire, it's just not not right for me. I, I think at the very least, if they are going to do dress code changes and whatever, I think for the Triple Crown... It should always be formal, you know, yeah. waistcoat, bow tie. I just think it's it's the history of the sport. A little bit like test cricket, you know, wearing mm. whites, Wimbledon whites, you know. You don't see Novak Djokovic come out of Wimbledon and go, well, I want to wear black at Wimbledon, you know. They just get on with it. And I think snooker players just need to start getting on with it a little bit. And to be realistic to the tour like i would say that 60 percent of the players don't have recognized nicknames so what would you even put on a shirt well i mean most of the shirts would just look the same is the problem you know if if we're gonna go down this this uh sort of design idea i would love them to make one with stephen hallworth and a sausage <laughs> yeah yeah or maybe just give him a sausage costume to to wear <laughs> you know all the other players have these polo shirts. They go, Stephen, sorry, mate, you've got to wear this costume. Yeah. I mean, Stephen Hendry could wear, wear his rubbish bin. <laughs> that is what we need to do for like comic relief. We need to have players wearing stupid costumes trying to play snooker. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we always have a natter during the World Championships about a few serious and not-so-serious issues today. I'm not sure whether today's category falls into uh, which one it falls into, in fact, but um, it's serious to some people. It's about fashion, and haven't they changed over the 40 years at the Crucible? Hazel Irvin, who, you know, is a great uh, love of our podcast. She might not be a lover of our podcast, but uh, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we say good evening to her every single episode, so yep. she's got to love it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, That's the rule. anyway, uh, she is becoming the BBC's longest ever, longest serving snooker presenter this season because David Vine presented it from something like 78 till... 2000 which was 22 years and she's been doing it since 2001 so she oh. will be going into her 23rd year 
What, what a service to the game. That's impressive, isn't it? Like, that's longer than... Than David Fine presented. I know. Go on. <laughs> no, but it's, it's longer than um, yeah, most players will yeah. play professionally, to be frank. A big good evening to you, Hazel. And let's let's hope that one day we can get her to sing Snooker Loopy for the podcast. Oh, mate. That's the one. That's the one we're going to be going. What we need is uh, to set set up um, whatever they're called the cameo things and and get get Dennis to go. Good evening, Hazel, and then Hazel go. Oh, thank you, Dennis, and then then go straight into it. (laughs) Maybe we could get AI to reproduce it. That is what AI was invented for. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, uh, this is completely unrelated, but um, YouTube shorts, um, you know, sometimes scroll on them. And and one thing I've got at the moment is um, some guy is is making FIFA videos and overlaying um, commentary that he's clearly got AI to alter, but it's like... uh, Derek Ray and Stuart Robson will just, you know, end up swearing or something in it. So I think that's what we should do is is get sound bites of Dennis and John and get AI to reproduce it for us. I mean, I'm I'm happy to do that. I mean, do it, do it. <laughs> I mean, you say that now, Joe. After I personally have spent a hundred pound getting them both to sing it, yeah. actually. For I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> I didn't think of this before. No, it's, you want the authentic thing. You want to know yes. that uh, Dennis has struggled to film the video and gone. How do I upload <laughs> this? And had that panic. How, you want? To how know. do I upload this stupid thing? <laughs> I wasn't sure what to do with this request. Yeah. That's my favourite bit when he says that at the start. <laughs> and John Virgo goes, well, uh, <laughs> Big Break was my show. See, AI wouldn't make him say that. It would just be too clean. It wouldn't have the... You want the, the, uh, yeah. the, the yeah. rambliness of it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, it's John Virgo here. Uh, this is a request for Snooker Loopy, which was a matchroom thing with Steve Davis and uh, Dennis Taylor and Willie Thorne. Not my song. Mine was from Big Break. Uh, it's only a game. But you've asked me to do it, uh, so I'll do it. What I have liked about your recent content on YouTube, Joe, is I can just be watching you presenting a, a football manager video and uh, you've got that giant Stuart Bingham kind of cheering you on in the background. <laughs> He's always there. Yeah, and uh, we've got the Stuart Bingham balls in the background as well. And that's what we've got to remember, is that they're always there, always <laughs> right behind me. Rightly I mean, so. that that was the thing. Stuart Bingham kept falling off the wall. What? Um, so now I've had to get some proper sticky pads, and he is permanently stuck to that wall now. <laughs> So if I ever move, the next person that moves in <laughs> is going to have Stuart Bingham on their wall. I mean, I hope it's Stuart Bingham who moves in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or maybe Sean Murphy, a plot oh, twist. If it was Sean Murphy, he'd, he would throw a right tantrum, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would. He'd hand the keys back. <laughs> he'd be knocking the house down. <laughs> he would. He absolutely would. He'd do his back in again by doing it. Oh, dearie me. We don't want him doing his back in, do we? Speaking of the ultimate snooker cards, Joe. Yes. 
Do you have something for me today for Cue the Laughter? Cue the Laughter, okay. Um, yes, yes, I do, Tom. And you might remember a few weeks ago we talked about something. Do you remember what you might have talked about in a Cue the Laughter? Oh, was it the... Uh, not the drawings of the snooker players, the trading cards? The trading cards, correct. And I don't know if you remember how we left it. Do you remember how we left that? We we left it with you saying £15 was too much and you were going to try and make an offer. But then I wasn't able to make an offer. Yes, that was it, yeah. So, um, so yeah, anyway, I'd left it on my watch list and many days passed and then I got an email saying, seller offering... 33% discount. Ooh, and Joe can do the maths like that because he's well, a Well, yes, teacher. and I thought, you know what, for a tenner, um, <laughs> I thought I would actually delve into the world of uh, a snooker trading card collection. Yeah! And uh, I thought I'd save them. <laughs> and uh, yes, I did. I did ten pounds. Oh, that was. Um, bargain, mate. And to be fair, it arrived. Like I don't understand this. I paid for it at about three o'clock in the afternoon after work, and uh, it arrived by nine o'clock the next morning. So he must have already posted it out to me by the time <laughs> I'd paid. So he must have been desperate to get rid of it, Joe. Well, yes. One thing uh, I have noticed, though, rather disappointingly, Tom, is that uh, there's no John Virgo trading card. There is Dennis, though. There is Dennis. You can see there's Dennis there. Oh, beautiful. Look at him sitting there next to Peter Ebden. (laughs) Yeah, Peter Ebden and his long hair. But uh, no, it came in a nice little sort of plastic bag and... um, it is, you know, it's in very good condition, and that's proudly on my little sort of sporting knickknacks shelf, along with uh, the signed Rian Evans trade uh, ultimate snooker card and uh, the Ronnie O'Sullivan signed snooker ball and the Kellogg's figures. So there you go. Oh, beautiful! Has it got has it got space for more cards in there? Because didn't we say uh, we found some extras somewhere? I don't. I don't think there is any uh, any space. Maybe, maybe in that's it. like maybe that's like the first series or something. Yes, I, I mean we've seen loads of them, didn't we? When we were looking, uh, just sort of off podcast. Uh, but no, I, I, they do. They, they are very cool. And uh, yes, I thought for for ten pound because we said we said you know if it was a tenner, I would do it. And you know ultimately, it did come to that. So. But yes, there you go, Tom. I know not hilarious, but uh, I thought it was a nice little callback to a previous episode. Mate, I love it. I love that you've actually bought them. I love they've gone to a, a home that will cherish them and, and look after them and probably keep mm. them for as long as that previous seller has owned them, which is about 40 years. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll certainly never sell them, so um, it'll be for my children to sell it to somebody else and by the time that happens snooker will probably i mean it'll probably be about 100 years old by the time um (laughs) this goes anywhere else so you know that's pretty a pretty crazy thought isn't it 
It'll probably be worth uh, up to twenty pounds by then. <laughs> yes, inflation will have will have still lost me money, no doubt. But um... <laughs> I mean, if we have any listeners who want to, because they're trading cards, so can you trade them with other other collectors? I suppose I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> Unless somebody has got a John Virgo, I am happy to give you. Let's see who who would I be happy to give you for John Virgo? Let's have a look. So if I read out who we've got, Tom, you mm-hmm. can decide who you would give. So we've got Alan Robidoux, yep. um, Stephen Hendry, John Parrott, Jimmy White, James Wattener, Gary Wilkinson, who we've already mentioned in this podcast, um, Martin Clark, Willie Thorne, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Steve Davis, Dennis Taylor, Peter Ebden. Lots of uh, legends of the podcast here. Alan McManus, Terry Griffiths, uh, Steve James, Darren Morgan, Neil Folds, and Nigel Bond. Mm, I like Neil Folds, but would you have to sort of do commentator for commentator? And You know, well, I was thinking just go with Martin Clark because I've never actually heard of Martin Clark. Um, let's read his description. Martin Clark, a talented amateur player who joined the professional ranks in 1987 claimed his first pro title when he won the European Grand Masters in Monte Carlo in 1991. Clark, who reached number 12 in the world rankings after just two seasons, made regular appearances in the quarterfinals of major events and reached his first major semi-final in the uh, Colite um, World Match Play in 1992. Unfortunately, Clark found Steve Davis in top form and suffered a 9-4 defeat. A former British under-19 champion, Clark is a member of the Q Masters squad and a supporter of Wolverhampton Wanderers FC. What's the Q Masters? Is that some sort of snooker gang we don't know about? Yeah, no idea. No idea. Well, shall we have any any more of the ones we don't really know that we can read out? Maybe Steve James? I don't really know him. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he famously, I think, beat Stephen Hendry. Um, was he the one that ended his crucible curse, I think? Or inflicted the crucible curse, I should say. So Steve James, who won the Mercantile Credit Classic in 1990, turned professional four years earlier and moved into the top ten for the first time at number nine in 1990. James made history in the 1990 Embassy World Championship when he became the first player to compile a 16 red ball clearance of 135. The break started with a free ball. In 1991, James reached the semi-final of, of the Embassy. Wow, they used to call it the Embassy. <laughs> uh, but lost 16-9 to Jimmy White. Outside snooker, James is a motorcycle fanatic and has also earned the reputation for being accident-prone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Over the years, James has somersaulted his BMW car, fallen into a boating lake, had a practice room roof fall on his head, and disarmed a drunken knife wielded Australian on a flight from Bangkok. He's <laughs> like the Mr. Bean of Snooker. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, is there, oh, these are quite funny. Let's go. Is there, is there any more we can do? This is reminding me of the. Um... The, the World Snooker Instruction Manual. You know? Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, go on, pick another player that you want to hear about. I mean, let's go Dennis Taylor. Let's go Dennis. Dennis Taylor. In that voice. In that voice, okay. Dennis Taylor will always be remembered 
for his epic 1817 black ball victory over Steve Davis in the final of the 1985 Embassy World Championship. An incredible match that finished at 12.23am and was watched by an 18.5 million people on BBC Two. Taylor, one of snooker's longest-serving professionals, first competed in the World Championship in 1973 and has been a regular member of snooker's Top 16. Irishman Taylor is always famous, also famous for his exhibition routine while he's still regarded as one of the hardest players to beat on the professional circuit. The exhibition routine that you tried in uh, yes. one of our YouTube videos, Joe. I did, yes. yeah. I mean, speaking of which... Um, You'll remember that uh, I started my comeback a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, well, I, I've now joined a snooker league, so um, I will be playing more competitive matches. So that's uh, starting next Wednesday for me. Uh, went for an hour's practice over the weekend. Actually, hit a fifty-three break. So, oh, that's you know, great, that's, a, mate. that's a second practice session in a row that I've hit a fifty break. So that's fantastic. That's well not done. bad, is it? Not bad. Oh, that's brilliant. So, there you go. Cue the laughter. There you go. Oh, Dominic, Dominic, what can you say? <laughs> well, the players are still smartly attired as ever, sort of. Um, thankfully, minus the, the shaggy perms and uh, the flares and the kipper ties and whatever it was that Dominic Dale was wearing, I'm really not very sure. What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about... Do you want to go into the next clowns? section? No? Clowns? OK. No, clowns, I don't, don't, OK. Don't. Who's your favourite clown? Rory McLeod. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, Rory, what's he done? It's just because clown sounds a bit like cloud, so Rory, Rory McLeod. McLeod. Rory McLeod. I mean, we've got the Mr Q Bingo UK Championship coming up soon, Tom. I know you're excited for that. Do you think, uh, you know how people called it the Embassy? Do you think people are going to call it the Mr Q? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird is, for some reason, snooker commentators have an obsession with naming the sponsor when they're, mm. uh, like, saying, and he is the 2023 Betfred World Champion. So this this year, we're going to have Dennis or Virgil, I think, Dennis, no, Virgo does York, I think, and Dennis does the Masters, I think, of of memory. Um, so it'll be Virgo going, and, he, and uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan's the Mr. Q Bingo UK champion of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just weird. I want it to be Bingham, so it could be Bingham is the Mr. Q Bingo. I just think it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then they'll they'll inevitably mess it up and they'll go, the Mr. R Bingo. <laughs> the Mr. Q Bingham champion. <laughs> Shall we cue the music, Tom? Oh, I'm excited for this because Joe has found something for Cue the Music and I've no idea what it is. I'm very excited. Yes, well, I will send you this and, uh, well, uh, let's play a little game first of all. So, who would you say are are the three biggest characters of the Snooker Loopy podcast? Other than me and you. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess it would be Dennis Taylor. Um, it would have to be Stuart Bingham. 
I can see his lovely face on that big card looking at me right now. So would you say he is the, the biggest character or...? I'd say he probably is, to be honest. I, th- I think in terms of... In ter- you know, we, we love JV and Dennis for for what their character is, but we've made Bingham into something bigger for our podcast. We, we love him, like... Hmm. I mean, you know, he's we, we've even given him his own hot tub company. <laughs> About time. Well, there's something for you in the chat, Tom. What is it? Is it a, is it a Bingham t-shirt? Joe's changed it into a URL, so... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have three guesses of what it could be. Number one, is it like a, a Bingham costume? I'm not saying. You can have three guesses. I think it's either gonna be like a, a Bingham mask or something like that, a Bingham t shirt, or Joe has made an official Bingham hot tub. I'm not sure what it's gonna be, but I'm gonna open this now. <gasps> What? It's a memo. No. What have you done, Joe? What do I do? Do I click this? What is this link? Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, cue the music, isn't it? Hi guys, Stuart Bingham here. Joe and Tom from Snooker Loopy podcast has asked me to do the chorus from the Snooker Loopy. Nuts are we? Um, as you can see, I'm do the Dennis Taylor. And Willy form version, all in one go. Um, I apologise, firstly, um, but here goes. Snooker loopy nuts are we, me and him and them and me. We'll show you what we can do with a load of balls and a snooker cue. Pop the reds and screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. Snooker loopy nuts are we, we're all snooker loopy. Cheers, guys. Oh, I absolutely love that, man. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. That is incredible, Joe. How did you get him to do that? <laughs> that just uh, just did what you did. I didn't even know he was on there. Well, when you know, last time out, we were <laughs> we we searched all the snooker players that were on there, yeah. and I candidly missed out a snooker player and I said oh my god I can't believe they're on it yeah and yeah stupid he said hello to us as well well yes uh, yeah yeah I'm gonna rewatch that so many times (laughs) I thought you would like it I thought you would I thought you know after the amount that you've done for the podcast Tom I thought who who could I get that would get that reaction and he was the only one really that I thought could could get that reaction. I, I was worried though. It, it's quite a story. So I bought this probably about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So he's he's twenty nine pound on memo, right? Worth every penny. Worth every penny. I, I did have to pay extra though, but let <laughs> let me get to that. So I don't know if you. Well, you will know that there's a character limit. <laughs> so, so, so because I typed in the bit about at the start, because I, I basically wanted to say, look, we're huge fans of yours. We're from this podcast. <laughs> We'd love you to sing this for us. Um, and, and, and I'd copied and pasted the lyrics into there and it got up to about, you know the the last line. It was like yeah. snooker loopy, 
uh, or we're all, and then that. Uh, so I, <laughs> but I couldn't work out how to how to get rid of four words from it. So I had to pay extra for that because I, I thought oh, I'm just gonna just gonna pay it because you you know you've paid more than that for John Virgo. So um, who I've noticed isn't on Memo anymore. So I think we've <laughs> uh, I think we've put him off. Have we scared him away? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but anyway, I put that in about a week and a half ago, and it gives you like a seven-day limit or something like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've, I was waiting for it. I was like, I haven't heard anything from this yet, and I thought, oh god, it's, it's, I'm just going to get me money refunded or whatever. Anyway, I was well and truly busted by Rachel, by the way, because because when I was checking it I left the email up on my computer and she came in and she was like what have you bought it's like on the email it just says on the email um, what does it say you're going to think there's something going on between you and Stuart Bingham and it's right it says uh, your order has been placed your order from Stuart Bingham has just landed in their inbox wow you're an awesome fan and then it's got in big text order total £43.58 oh. um, so, so she was like what on earth have you bought from Stuart Bingham so I was like I was like oh god uh, so I had to explain that Dennis Taylor and John Virgo had already done this and you know and she she literally must think I am insane um, but yes uh, so anyway it, seven days came and almost went there was about one hour and forty minutes left on the timer before it expired and then I got an email saying Stuart D- Bingham has uh, delivered your your request he left it right to the last minute he left minute. it right to the last minute so and then you messaged me the next day saying do you want a podcast and because uh, I was worried I wouldn't have it ready in time oh so he did he did this yesterday um let me let me check I I think was it yesterday? I think it was, you know. Monday. It was Monday, Monday night. Yeah, it was Monday night. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's that's the best one, mate. That's that's incredible. Like <laughs> oh, I can't believe he did it. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I knew he would. Like that was the thing. I, I <laughs> knew he would. So that, that's why I, you know I wouldn't waste my money on Hendry or whatever because I know they wouldn't try. I knew he would, so... I mean, we need someone to sponsor this podcast so we can see... We want to do (laughs) an experiment to see what all the players do. (laughs) We want to order all of them and see if Hendry will do it, see if... Including Gary Wilson. I reckon he would do it, Wilson. I think he would. He's only a tenner, Gary Wilson, I think, so... There we go. We'll get we'll Bargain. get him to do it four times. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the best. Or what we could do is get him to sing Snooker Loopy and then get him to sing uh what's the other one? What's the other one called? The Romford rap. Yeah. Uh <laughs> just get him to do all of them. Um, what every single song we Every cue the music. The Mark Selby Snooker song. Yeah. <laughs> Selby, Selby, Selby. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, mate, I absolutely love that from Bigham. Like, because <laughs> I was thinking of, I was thinking of the cue the music, and I was thinking of doing, you know, the song they they released during COVID that was oh, them yeah, singing. Yeah. Was it Imagine they were singing? Or something oh God, like that? I or... feel like I remember John Higgins singing on that. I can't remember. Oh, every breath you take, maybe it was. Oh, that. it was. Oh no, it was. That's going to be so painful. Oh, I'm going to have to just keep buying. I'm going to have to just keep buying memos so I don't have to listen to that. <laughs> well, that's 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 queued up, mate. That that music is queued, as they say. Yes. So, uh, snooker players you can get on memo currently. Um, are, so is Virgo gone, actually? He, well, he's not on there at the moment. So you can get uh, Snooker Referee, Pro, Pro Latina. You can get John McDonald, who's a sports announcer, apparently for Snooker. I've never seen him do Snooker. Uh, Henry, Murphy, Ken. I think Ken would do it. Mm-hmm, I reckon he would. I love Ken. Dennis, uh, Stuart Bingham, Gary Wilson, quotes the Tyneside Terror. <laughs> Mark King, Mark Davis, Mark Joyce. Has anyone got one from Mark Joyce? Has anyone bought Mark I, Joyce? I'm, I'm, I'm looking now. Um, I, I don't think they have. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. I think we're gonna have to have, have to give him give him his first shot. What about Mark Davis? Has anybody done Mark Davis? Doesn't look like anybody's done Mark Davis either. Oh, that's quite sad. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll see if we can get by one, get one free. Alex Erzenbacher. I mean, oh, he's got a few. He's got a few. Let's see. Let's see the standard of it. You, you have got to be kidding. I, I clicked the first one, and he's saying "Snooker Loopy Nuts." He's singing it genuinely. What? <laughs> this isn't you, is it? This isn't your work. I cannot possibly reveal, John. <laughs> <laughs> You've just spoiled my thunder there, Tom. <laughs> I honestly thought I was living in a... I haven't clicked it. I haven't clicked it. We'll save that for a future episode, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Oh God! Am I going to go through all of these and find they've all done it? Well, I didn't know Bigham was on there, so he hadn't. Oh well, Sean Murphy hasn't done one yet, so he's not done any. No, no, he's not done Snooker Loopy. Okay, Joe, <laughs> stop clicking, please. Okay. <laughs> yes, but when I type in Virgo, I can't find Virgo. So I do have I do have a couple in the can that will be coming soon. Oh God, a couple! Yes, dearie me, dearie me. All I'm saying, Joe, is that if Gary Wilson's only going to charge a tenner, then I will make him sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> Please say that that is true. Oh my God! Yes, I won't click any more. Don't worry. Oh, but the Bingham one's the best one, mate. That is. <laughs> How did you not find Bingham on there? What what do you type know, I, in? I didn't see him on there. <laughs> Cuz that's the thing um I mean obviously when you click on the Stuart Bingham 
like the thing I sent you, I can't then click on Stu Bingham's profile from there. I just get people who bought Stu Bingham also bought from Rubens Barrichello. Did they? Apparently. Oh, wow, I've just found this. They've also bought from Mr. Motivator. <laughs> oh, God. Get him to sing, Snuggaloopy. Oh, my God, Michael Owen, £131. Is he insane? Do you think he would sing Snookaloopy? I mean, he better for that amount of money. I mean, Chris Sutton for 56 quid. That's an ego right there, isn't it? Oh, my but, God. But, you know, when Gary Wilson's doing a tenor, like, Chris Sutton is... Oh, I found John Virgo, but it says not available. I don't know why. Maybe he's just not doing them at the moment. Christopher Maloney, former X Factor contestant. £16. He, he'd sing Snookaloopy for us. I think I remember, it wasn't on Memo, but Jimmy White used to be on one of these. And he charged a lot of money, and all of his video messages were just like 20 seconds long on his mobile phone. And everyone gave him really bad reviews, because they were like, <laughs> mate, I've paid you like 100 quid, and you've just gone, yeah. you right, Dave, Jimmy White, take care. Yeah. And that was all it was. Yeah, bonkers, bonkers. But yes, there you go, that was uh, our cue the music. So we we need to give Stuart Bingham a rating now. For his singing of uh, Snooker Loopy. Oh, my heart says one thing, my head says another. Oh, God. Are they both ten? <laughs> I mean, uh, one, one of them's ten, one of them's a hundred. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Joe, how do, you, how do you remove your love of Bingham from your judging if he's singing? Got to be impartial. Okay, well, tell you what, in terms of, I think... Music's quality is dependent on how, how it makes you feel, how happy it makes you. I think we gave Dennis maybe a seven when we started this. I would say Bingham's on par with that. Yeah, so yeah. A seven. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. He didn't have the boom boom at the end. I think that that's what that's what separates them. And he didn't give us a bit of spiel about Big Break at the start, so, you know. But he did give us a shout-out. Oh, and he did have the uh, the upside down glasses, which I he thought did, was a lovely yeah. touch. He did, yes, exactly. A man that puts effort into his memos. Yep. Unlike Jimmy White. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, big thanks to Stuart Bingham, by the way, for that. If if he ever seeks us out, which he might do, because he knows that it's a podcast now. Um, yeah. Bit, but you know, he's turned off by this point because we we've already looked at the Stuart Bingham balls and. Um, <laughs> And we've talked about Bingham's hot tubs, and he, he, if he hasn't been listening to the series, he doesn't know what all of that is. So, And he doesn't know that it comes from our great love for Stuart Bingham. I mean, the thing is, Joe, he'd recognise you because he's met you. So, um... <laughs> Well, I'm not sure he'll remember that. He'd go, Are you that guy you I signed two balls for? And we had a, <laughs> and we had a photo, and he, he'd be like, yeah, that's me, yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I saw you on Memo the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there you go. Uh, thanks to Stuart Bingham for being such a good sport on that. And um, let us know if in the comments if you want us to try and get any other players to sing Snookaloopy because there are a fair few on there. I think there's a few on... Is it Cameo? Is that the other one as well? Um, yeah. So we'll see what we can do obviously if 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 you do want some of the more premium options then um <laughs> please donate to tom join his patreon 
maybe that could be a ten pound reward if if they do ten pound a month and then they get a, a free memo. <laughs> <laughs> what from you, as Dennis? No, Taylor? no, no, not not from me. That that we'll buy <laughs> as a as a reward. I mean, the problem there, Joe, is that someone would sign up for one month. <laughs> And, it, and then yeah. they'd quit yeah. and then we've made no money we've just basically given that money to Gary Wilson <laughs> the Tyneside sausage <laughs> but yeah don't don't suggest uh, um, Gary Wilson or Urson Becker in the comments because um, someone might have already done that I, I don't know what he's talking about I thought that was a co- <laughs> honestly I thought that was a complete fluke of just chance that somebody else was weird enough to do that or maybe it was one of our fans i mean that would be good if (laughs) what happens if these people start getting hundreds of requests to sing snooker loopy then they should be very they should give us a cut of it frankly (laughs) if we're making dennis taylor thousands of pounds a year and he owes us some money (laughs) yeah no you are right you are correct Cock up, Dennis. I mean, I know we have basically... Did anybody come back to us about uh, Ray Reardon's location? No, they didn't, sadly, no. Oh, disgraceful. He's probably in a dark cave somewhere. <laughs> and practising his snooker lippy lyrics in case we find his memo. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get Ray... I want to get Ray Reardon singing it and Hazel now. They're the two I want to get. Oh, he- 100% Hazel, I think... Surely, ha- surely Hazel Grove has got Hazel Grove, Hazel Irvin. <laughs> uh, retirement? No, not retirement. Cameo. Come on, Hazelirvin dot com. I mean, we could uh, send her an email. <laughs> Enquiries at Hazelirvin dot com. But the problem is, Joe, we've set a precedent of saying we're happy to pay for this now. Ah, well. So we can't ask her to do it for free. We can ask. <laughs> I'll leave that one of you then. Oh no, you're better at emails than me, Tom. That's not true. You got look, Stuart Bingham. Look, I'll I'll send you the. <laughs> yes, I paid for that though. Yeah, but you sent him a lovely message. There you go. I'm not gonna email Hazel and say, "Can you <laughs> sing this?" For free. <laughs> oh, dear. By the way, just as a side note, have you seen uh, who Stephen Hendry's latest guest was on his Q-Tips channel? Is it Jimmy Bullard? It is Jimmy Bullard. And can you just guess the ballpark of how many views that has got? I'm guessing it's over 100,000. Mm-hmm. 261, yeah. What? Yeah. Which, to put into perspective, the one with, say, Danny Willett, who is a golf player, 67,000, that one had. The one with Barry Hawkins got 110,000. The one with world champion Luca Brussel, 208,000. Is Jimmy Ballard on Memo or Cameo? <laughs> I can check. He's got to be, hasn't he? Come on. Oh, he is. Oh, God. 
70 pounds. Ooh, well, wow, okay. Oh, but if it gets us, if it gets us... 200,000 views. Jimmy Bullard singing Snooker Loopy, surely people would watch that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but if they don't... Is he on? Yeah, he is. No, he's not. I know he is on Cameo, but he's temporarily unavailable for that. He's available on one, but not on the other. Hmm. Bit weird. Oh, God. Right, let's let's look for Virgo. Is he on there? John Virgo. Oh, my God. Do you want to know how much he is on Cameo, John Virgo? <laughs> how much? £280. What? That must be a... He must have accidentally typed an extra zero on the end of that. I mean, unless he's upped his fees after we got him to sleep. <laughs> oh, Gary Wilson! <laughs> what? He's four, 400 pounds. <laughs> what? Something's gone oh, wrong there. Dear. Oh, what? What? What's this? It's for a 15-day license. What? I don't get what this is all. What, what do I just get to buy, Gary Wilson, for a while? <laughs> oh, it's for business. This is cameo for business. So you can pay £400 for him to talk to your business. Wh- why? <laughs> <laughs> No offence, Gary, but... (laughs) Surely nobody's ever done that. (laughs) I I would love to know what he would say. Yes. Uh, It's £100, Jimmy Bullard, on the normal normal cabio. Oh, Jimmy. Thank the Lord. John Virgo is £40, so, yeah. That's uh, more re- reasonable. Gary Wilson's fourteen pounds. <laughs> Not quite four hundred. Uh, oh, but you can message him for one pound. You can message him for one pound. What? Just like send him an email. It's <laughs> uh, <assume> so. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> That's all you can do. But some games are like that, aren't they? And it's, it's when you're winning games like that that you, you seem to progress further in tournaments. I think. And three-one down to win four frames on the bounce after the mid-session interval to win 5-3. You've got to be pleased with that. Not really. I'm pleased with the result. I'm not pleased with the fact of coming 3-1 down to win 5-3 or any of that because it was it was rubbish. It was just rubbish. Right, well, before we descend into any more madness, do we want to wrap that up, Tom? I think that sounds like a, a good plan. I think it's been another great episode, though. Oh, and thank you to mm. snooker.org. They they tweeted about our podcast early today, which was very nice of them. Oh, right. Well, I, yeah, I noticed they'd added me to a list, so I don't know what that meant, but there you go. What did they say? So many snooker... P- oh, they, they missed this one. <laughs> Just a bit of advice, Snooker. I mean, they didn't make it this far into the video before they realised this, but uh, yeah, if you jump in in episode 15, you will have no idea what's going on with our podcast. <laughs> I think it's quite fair to say, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, there's... there's. Um, I mean, it, there's, 
start at episode one, otherwise, you know what I mean, you're, you're going to be so confused. You're going to be like, why has Stuart Bingham got a hot tub company? Where did Dennis Taylor come from singing this song? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there's so much nonsense. Yes, I mean, have we had an uptake in the amount of people watching it? Not yet, not yet, but I'm, I'm, I think, Joe, I think what we do is... We do a funny, silly snooker podcast that is not, it's not sort of uh, like time sensitive. Whereas I think most snooker podcasts, they're like, this episode is about the current UK championship. And then in six months time, you're like, why would anyone listen to that? Whereas I think our stuff, we try and have a little bit about what's now. It's it's evergreen. Exactly. I think it's evergreen. So I think hopefully it'll mean it will just grow and it'll bloom into a a beautiful... (laughs) garden with flowers that all have martin gould's face yes absolutely no we're not really a topical uh snooker podcast anymore are we we do talk a little bit about topical snooker but we're you know it's come a long way since our crucible chats yeah <laughs> the Stephen Ed reaction. I'm looking at our um, playlist on <laughs> the Stephen Ed reaction figure. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, there you go. Dress up as John Virgo. I mean, what what <laughs> were you even on about? <laughs> well, what are my genuine thoughts? When you sent me the memo link, I was like, has Joe made a Stuart Bingham action figure? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I think you forgot it was cue the music. <laughs> For a minute, because was... you started saying, "Is it a Stuart Bingham bedsheet?" <laughs> Is it a Stuart? <laughs> I'd love a Stuart Bingham bedsheet. <laughs> Which is why I hope he never listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the space sausage—that was one of the. <laughs> That's our most downloaded episode, though. From Hazel Irvin to Jason Tart, <gasps> eh? The Space Sausage is our most downloaded episode on Acast. Is it actually? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, it looks like the Simple Table Challenge is the most viewed of them all. I have no idea why. Well, it just shows, doesn't it? (laughs) Evening Hazel Grove. Ah, uh, it's a cracker. Oh God, one of the, one of the episodes is called "Extra Large Stooping." <laughs> it's because she wanted the extra large card. That's all. <laughs> Well, I suppose he can't retract his uh, his gift to us now, no matter what. Even if we are his arch enemies, he's, he, can, he can never take that away from us. Can you imagine, Joe? Stuart was just chilling out, watching some YouTube, and he goes, I really fancy watching some football manager. And he clicks on your videos and goes, why am I in the background? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird uh, weird thing to see, wouldn't it? <laughs> Why am I underneath Sean Connery? Are, are those my two balls that I can see? 
Oh dear. I'd love Stuart Bing to be the next Bond. <laughs> well, I'm sure he would love to be the next Bond as well. Start the petition now. It's still not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Right. Well, I think uh, I think we've got to leave it there, Tom. We've got to. I think we do, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. This episode has been fitting for the Champion of Champions because it's been the best of the best, I think. Yes, creme de la creme. Yeah. De best and de best. And... I guess. I mean, will we be back just before the Mr. Q? I think so. Uh, when does that start? It starts something, something like the 25th, I think it starts properly. OK, well, we, we might be back in the early rounds then. I don't know if we'll be back right at the start, but some point during then we'll be back. Yeah, it'll be a bit more of a topical one because we'll, we'll probably have a bit more to say about the UK Championship rather than the 900, you know. The 900, Joe, is that everyone's talking about it. They've said it themselves in coverage. Everyone is talking about the 900. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it, even the 40 people that are watching it, you know? <laughs> I like it. I like the 900. I like the fact that you see... Um, no, it's a good event. What I will say, in the 900, Neil Folds is quite funny. And I've never thought he was funny on your report particularly, because I think he has to be quite serious and dry. But on the 900, he's quite funny. So are you saying that we need to get him for Snooker X? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. He needs to be the host. That's fine, then. <laughs> <laughs> or the the main commentator I think so uh, but we'll catch you guys soon let us know who you want us to get to sing Snooker Loopy next and it doesn't have to be a snooker player if you if you find you know Julio Arca for a fiver then Joe will buy it I will buy it <laughs> and Julio will go what is this song I've never heard it <laughs> what is snooker <laughs> yeah but we'll catch you soon. Please do, uh, please do like and share. I kind of forget to say that occasionally, but if you like it and you know other snooker fans who you think will like it, please do tell them because uh, hmm. you know we're a little podcast, but I think we deserve to be a big podcast. So hopefully we can get there one day. We deserve to be an extra large podcast. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, exactly. Joe. Not seven XL though. You know, not like the uh, the two Stephen Lees. <laughs> Stephen Lee qualified by winning the doubles tournament by himself. <laughs> That's uh, there you go. There's some new material for you for your next tour, Tom. <laughs> but we'll see you all very soon. Look after yourselves, and it's uh, it's good night from me. That's good night from him.